0: Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 21st of August, 2023, the 4th of Elul 5783, coming to you this morning from Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Unfortunately, we're starting this week's program with another deadly terrorist attack, again, in the Arab village of Hawara, which is an Area B, under... Palestinian Authority, Municipal Control, Israeli Security Control. An Arab terrorist on Saturday shot and killed two Israelis, a father and son in Hawara, just outside of Shechem, that's in Samaria. The victims, Shai, uh, Silas, Negrikar 60, and his 28-year-old son, Aviad Nir, residents of Ashdod. Again, David Adom, emergency medical personnel treated the two two men for gunshot wounds. They were soon pronounced dead at the scene. And if you saw the video, which was making the rounds on the internet, uh, these people were gunned down in cold blood by an Arab jihadist murderer. I have no doubt that he will be caught very, very soon. But just another terrible terrible terrorist attack here in israel the funerals were held in Ashdod on sunday again the idf launching a manhunt for the terrorist apparently uh one man one terrorist roadblock set up in the area Uh, the two israelis had stopped in hawara apparently they were there for for several hours getting a haircut and their car taken care of at the mechanic and then a car wash. Again, according to the video, you can see it clearly, the terrorist walked up to the car wash on foot, opened fire at close range with a handgun, and fled the scene. Hamas, of course, praised the heroic, as they called it, terrorist attack. Another day, another deadly terrorist attack and many are saying, what in the world were these Israelis doing in Hawara to begin with? So I hear you, and I know that Hawara is a hornet's nest of terrorism. However, let's not blame the victims here. Hawara is an area B. So these people were not doing anything wrong by stopping there. I drove through Hawara just the other day. I wouldn't stop there personally, but you can argue that driving through is just as dangerous as you can argue that just driving through is just as dangerous as Israelis have been murdered there driving in Hawara, including 21-year-old Halel Yaniv and Yagel Yaniv brothers, 19-years-old Yagel, as they sat in traffic. That was on February 26. May God avenge their blood. But first, you're going to say, well, we shouldn't go into Hawara. We shouldn't drive into the Hawara. And by the way, for many at this point, there isn't a another option. If you're going to the communities of Elon Moreh, Harbracha, Itamar, you have to drive through Hawar to get there. Yitzhar. So first, if you say you shouldn't go to Hawar, then you'll say, well, it's too dangerous to go into area B. And then perhaps you'll argue it's too dangerous to go to the Shamron. And then you'll say, maybe that all of Judea and Samaria is dangerous. Then after that, you'll say that Jerusalem is dangerous or the Kotel, the Western Wall, is dangerous. And it just never ends. The problem isn't the Israelis, it's the Arabs who are murdering the Jews, murdering the Israelis. The problem is the government which claims to be right-wing, but what are they doing to stop this? And again, I'm not in any way, shape, or form blaming the brave men and women of the IDF We're working 24-7 to stop so many terrorist attacks that we don't even know about. And the IDF has not, I know for a fact, they are not resting until they find this murderer. But number one, a deterrence still hasn't been created. And number two, as has been the case for decades, we carry out so many defensive measures. We're good at that. Right, The Iron Dome, the security fence, bypass roads. And yes, we want the Iron Dome shooting down missiles before they slam into Israeli homes. But that is not a solution. The Iron Dome is a band-aid. Bypass roads are band-aids. And there's a bypass road actually going up right now. supposed to be done at the end of the year in the Hawara area, in the northern Shomron. You have to bring back the checkpoints. You have to create a real deterrence. Maybe it's deporting terrorists and their families. Find out what they can accept. Find out what makes it not worth it for them to carry out the attacks and utilize it. Maybe it's the death penalty. But over and over, they are not afraid to murder Jews in the streets. And I've been saying it now probably hundreds of times over the past, I don't know, 20 years or so. But enough is enough once again. Enough is enough. And which leader in this government, which everyone is calling the most right-wing ever, at least that's what they call it in the mainstream media when they try to bash the Israeli government, which leader is going to step up and take action? And I don't know. But we continue to bury more and more Jews, and it's not something that we can ever, ever accept. Ever. But it's still happening, folks. I mentioned Iron Dome. Israel's Iron Dome was activated on Sunday, intercepting a drone over the Hamas-ruled Gaza Strip. The drone was on its way to Israeli territory. The unmanned aerial vehicle was monitored from the moment it took off. did not cross into Israel, according to the IDF. It had not posed a threat to Israelis along the border, and no alert systems were activated. I saw the video. The Iron Dome... Uh, system. The missile simply took out this drone as it was headed to probably possibly spy on Israel. Who knows if it was weaponized but IDF taking care of business and shooting down the Iron Dome. This week's um, anti-semitism reports. I saw several different incidents. One in Paris, another in LA and yesterday, I saw something about a Jew being attacked in Berlin, of all places. But JNS reports here a suspect, a suspect was arrested after a kosher restaurant in an upscale Parisian suburb was vandalized with anti-Semitic graffiti on Saturday. The restaurant, called Mister Schnitz, located and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, in the Levallois Perret or Perret, northwest of the French capital. The restaurant was tagged with the words thief seven times and Jew four times. According to the owner, I saw some pictures of the restaurant, which was defaced with this anti-Semitic graffiti. The owner was on vacation. The establishment was closed for Shabbat. Police arrested a suspect on Saturday evening after the, um, the video footage, the CCTV video footage was forwarded to the police. Folks, it's time to come home. I ranted about that last week and maybe the week before that and the and the week before that, and I'll do it again. And certainly we have our own issues here in Israel with terrorism and dealing with the jihad on this front, but it's time to come home. Who needs that? Time to get away from that stuff, whether it's in LA or in Paris or anywhere else. It's time to come home where you have a fighting chance against the haters who are trying to destroy the Jewish people and the state of Israel. The Jerusalem Post reports that over a dozen Iranian civil rights activists have been arrested by authorities ahead of the anniversary of the killing of Masha or Masa Amini by the so-called morality police in Tehran on September 16th. Of last year, Iranian opposition media reported over the weekend that uh, her death in 2022 sparked nationwide protests often referred to as the women life freedom protests that swept across Iran for months. Um, And then stopping, I guess, in January, protests have periodically renewed in several locations since then. At least 13 activists and relatives of Iranians killed or arrested during the protests um, have been rearrested in recent weeks, according to Iranian human rights groups. What's going on here? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Israel isn't involved, right? So where is the, I don't know, the State Department, the UN, the so-called phony human rights organizations? Nowhere. Where are they and what are they doing to help the Iranian women and the Iranian people? Iran just arresting at will. Where are the human rights groups? They're nowhere. They're too busy blasting Israel for taking down illegal Arab buildings funded illegally by the EU. Or they're too busy bashing Israel for building pergolas in Judea and Samaria. And of course, last week we talked about The U.S. Biden administration getting ready to pay off the Iranians with billions of dollars. That's how they roll, showing weakness. Why don't they support these protesters, encourage regime change? No, they're too busy empowering the mullahs at the expense of the Iranian people. It's a complete mafia payoff. And that is what they're doing. That's what the Biden administration is doing. What are they doing to help the people of Iran, the actual people? Not the corrupt, murderous regime. The biggest exports of terrorism in the world. country exports the most terrorism, probably in the history of humanity. But no, these people are getting billions of dollars in order to keep quiet. The hush money. The hush money, that's what this is. The U.S. Biden administration paying, paying the Iranians and doing nothing to help those who are standing up to those who suppress human rights and freedoms i watched a video yesterday in Tier 2 talking about all of the human rights violations and violations against people's civil liberties in countries all over the world in the middle east and in, in asia africa all these different countries matan peleg it was from Tier 2, put together a brilliant video or it was part of a speech he was giving, I think, perhaps, but silence, silence when it comes to all those atrocities and human rights violations, but Israel, top story, front and center. I mentioned before, the illegal Arab structures going up, four or five different structures every single day in what is known as Area C under Israeli control in Judea and Samaria. Over the weekend, the European Union slammed the IDF for raising this reporter by the Jerusalem Post an illegal modular Palestinian, so-called Palestinian and Arab school, which the European Union was funding. And talk about chutzpah! The EU demanded compensation from Israel. The European Union puts up an illegal school in Israeli-controlled territory. Israel takes down the illegal building and the European Union is demanding compensation. The chutzpah, the chutzpah of the European Union. The EU representative on uh, Friday tweeted that he is appalled by the demolition of European-funded school in what he calls the Occupied West Bank. The European Union calling on Israel to respect Palestinian children's right to education and to compensate the EU for the funding loss. The illegal school which they put up, they want compensation. France also condemning Israel, European Union. Sorry, the Europe, uh, the United Nations all criticizing Israel. Compensate them. They come into another country and illegally fund these projects without permission. And Israel should pay them back for this. Israel should tell them where they can go. This is a PG show, folks. PG-13 maybe. Not more than that. So if I really wanted to say what was on my mind, and I think you understand where I'm going with this, this is all a ruse building in Area C, the European Union building in Area C, stealing Israeli state lands, claiming they need a a school there. And when Israel acts, the cameras are rolling. This all goes back to the 2009 2009, uh, Fayyad plan. PA prime minister to steal land in area C from Israel. And they are doing this and their propaganda is working. Look how bad it looks when Israel takes down a school and where are our spokespeople? I'd like to know where are the official spokespeople in this government sticking it to the UN for to the, to the EU for this rather. I didn't hear anyone on this. I, I read the Jerusalem post today. I didn't see anything on this. Why aren't we responding and telling the EU to stop their illegal activity? Imagine if Israel went into Paris and started building in Paris for good causes, right? So-called. They wouldn't let any country come in to Paris, to France, and to build there. No country would let another country show up and start building illegally. But somehow Israel is supposed to sit quietly while while they steal our land. Enough of this already. Get them out of here. If they're building illegally, call the EU officials in for a meeting. Take away their diplomatic standing here. Send them away. We don't have to put up with this nonsense as they steal more and more Jewish land and create these propaganda, scenes of propaganda and anti-Israel imagery in the media. Enough is enough. Get these guys out of here. Stop the illegal building and let's... Let's go on the offensive here. Before Israel takes down one of these illegal, illegal buildings, the spokespeople should be getting on TV and explaining to the world, we are going to take down a building because the European Union does not have a right to put their flags up on these illegal structures and try to steal Israeli land in area C. We're not going to put up with it. And here you go, we're going to take down the building and it's on them and it's not on us. And we're not going to compensate them for their illegal activity. That's what Israel should be doing. And we're not doing it. We're sitting back, I don't know, maybe we're too focused on all these protesters and and Tel Aviv and whatnot and hating on the government and hating on the right wing and who knows what. But they're getting away with this propaganda and it's working. Let's focus on something positive here. This week, 215 new immigrants, Olim, from the U.S. and Canada landed at Ben Gurion Airport disembarking in their new home of Israel. This was the 64th Nefesh Benefesh chartered Aliyah flight in partnership with El Al Airlines, Israel's Ministry of Aliyah Integration, the Jewish Agency for Israel, and many other organizations here. This reported by Times of Israel. These new immigrants will be joining the 75,000 Olim, which Nefesh Benefesh has brought to Israel since the first charter alia flight in the summer of 2002 i was already here in the country i missed the first charter flight but i got here old school the way it used to be done but thanks to nevish benevish they make all the bureaucracy and paperwork a lot easier and help olim in so many different ways so congratulations to nevish benevish congratulations to those 250 new immigrants to Israel. We need as many Jews as possible to come on home. If you don't like the way things are in this country, come here and make change. Create change. Don't sit on the sidelines and complain if you're not going to come over here, okay? And create change. Don't complain about things and bureaucracy and, uh, you know, you can come up with a whole list of things. But if you're not here actually in the country, then you are on the sidelines. And uh, I encourage you not to be afraid, not to be afraid of coming to Israel, not to be afraid of whether it's, you know, the terrorism or the bureaucracy or whatever it is that's in your mind is blocking you from coming home. Don't be afraid, folks. Come on home, create change. You're not happy, create change, make a difference. Pick up one of these microphones and view your thoughts and beliefs and try to influence people and create change. Get involved in some of these amazing projects going on throughout the country in order to make a difference. And one last note here, also Times of Israel, and I heard this on Israeli radio as well. Israeli windsurfers claimed a gold and silver medal at the women's Sailing World Championships in the Netherlands uh, this weekend. A significant achievement for the Israeli national team. Shachar Tibi, 25 years old, took first place at the event, winning Israel's first world title in the contest in the past decade. Katie Spychakov, 24 years old, came in second place, taking the silver medal. Congratulations to the Israeli women's uh, sailing team on their unbelievable accomplishments over the weekend that's going to do it for today's show let's hope for a quiet week folks that's all i want is a quiet week here in israel and i've no doubt again i said it at the beginning i have no doubt this evil terrorist will be caught murder two israelis a father and son in cold blood it's just a matter of time let's not blame the victim let's not justify the attacks Israelis should be able to go anywhere in this country. I understand we can't go into Area A. That wasn't the case here. Israelis should have the right to go. Jews should have the right to go wherever they want in the state of Israel. This is our ancestral homeland and just ours. Um, Sure, we have minorities here. Don't get, don't get me wrong, but this is the one and only Jewish state of Israel. It is ours. Say it proudly. Say it loudly. And don't be afraid. That's going to do it, folks. Thanks to Tabitha Epstein, everything she does behind the scenes, Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire. My name is Josh Haston. Another edition of Israel Uncensored on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com for the 21st of August, 2023. Fourth of July, 5783. Get in touch with me during the week. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, my email, josh at com, LinkedIn as well. Wishing everyone out there in the wonderful world of ours a wonderful week coming to you from Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Shalom, shalom, everyone.